comes the musical thing from the king's offspring, Jesse Rock. Yes. Some people you're right, and them still choose to show you hate. Chop. Run them out of your yard. From them I play bad young I them a bad biters Hypocritical to sideless We call them modern day Judas The spreaders of rumors Oh them a bad biters Hypocritical to sideless We call them modern day Judas The spreaders of rumors Greetings and welcome to Jesse I Interviews. I'm Jesse I, and I'm recording this on the unceded lands of the Wurundjeri Woi Wurrung and the Bunurong people of the Eastern Kulin Nation. And as always, I want to pay my respects and acknowledge them as the traditional owners of these lands. This episode features an interview recorded back in 2018 in Kingston, Jamaica, as part of the second PBS Jamaica tour. Jesse Royal is the artist. We met him at his apartment before driving all over town trying to find a nice picturesque place to do the interview. He started to drive us up into the mountains and found it too crowded at the spot he wanted to take us. We ended up near National Stadium recording this on a soccer field. Kind of a strange place to stand around and record, but a good interview. I'm going to get straight into it. No long talking this episode. Jesse I interviews Jesse Royal, Kingston, Jamaica, July 2018. Okay, right now I'm in East Kingston, right beside National Stadium with the artist Jesse Royal. Jesse, thank you for joining us here on PBS. Blessed love, thank you for having I and I, and it's a pleasure to be able to communicate with people all over the world, you know. Now I'd like to go back to the very beginning and ask where you were born and what life was like for you growing up. Well, our heritage is maroon place in a St. James up in the hills. Some original people were lining stretch way back. Joining, as I said, the ancestries, people who were never slaves who refused to accept um, the, the system of slavery and took it to the hills. So that is I and I foreground and background. So you lived in a maroon community growing up until till what time? When did you when did you leave out and come to Kingston? We, we was back and forth between a place called Orange and uh, Maroon Town, as I said, at St. James. And then we moved to Kingston in uh, 1997. One year before the glory, as I always say, you know, which is the reggae boys going to the World Cup in 98, you know. So, yeah, from that time we've been east side. Okay, so tell me about the, the, your early steps in music. You know, what are your earliest memories and experiences of music and when did you first think, all right, this is, this is something I can do seriously? Well, the, the first introduction to music would be in the church. You know, my, my grandmother, my mother's mother was choir director down at a church called Sudbury Baptist in Orange. You know, so my first introduction to music on that level was through the choir you know, and through praise and worship, you know what I mean, in a Baptist church. You know, uh, uh, when we moved to Kingston, chances um, made, or let me not say chances, but you know, the divine planning and strategizing of the Almighty. My my best friend is Daniel Marley, you know, Ziggy Marley's son. Okay. Yeah, so... Then we got introduced to the music from a melody maker standpoint, which to me is 
the highest heights of reggae music, you know, since the Wheelers. And let me not throw that out there, but really and truly, the Melody Makers one of the highest form of reggae music ever played, you know what I mean? I mean, in between that, I and I, old man, used to keep I and I hooked on Bojo Bantan and Muta Baruka, Peter Tash, Bob, Garnet Silk, you know, Super Cat. But as I said, when we come to town, and we get to see the live energy and, you know, the recording and hearing demos, um, consciously and unconsciously, definitely, had a deep impact uh, on my perception of reggae music, you know? So yeah, from Melody Maker's vibration to myself and Daniel and Kurt, Kurt White, you know, we, the trio we used to make music together from 14 years old, you know what I mean? Living room music like we used to call it, you know? Reasons and Fruity Loop are the early stages of Pro Tool and thing. Mm -hmm. You know, and that used to be our safe haven, you know what I mean? We used to just create our music till time progressed. Me and um, Remus, which, uh, which is Fatis, Fatis Burrell, the great Fatis Burrell's son, was bridging and Remus was down here making some music or doing some things and him reached out to me, you know, and we connect back the dots and start make some nice music together and then Fatis, you know what I mean, came forward and Fatis, yeah, in all honesty, saw something in me that I and I never even seen in myself at the time. And was definitely integral in my understanding of the seriousity of what we're doing and understanding the role as a messenger and the blessings and requirements that come with it. You know what I mean? So he was definitely an integral person in I and I life where teaching is concerned. Likewise, Stephen Marley, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Definitely an integral part of I and I. You know what I mean? But yeah, that is the, the, the transition of music too. You know what I mean? Fast forward to this day, here we are, you know? Yes. Lily of the Valley released and doing lovely you know so we give thanks for the journey and the transition and the stages of life you know i was going to ask you about those early recordings because um, i think the first recordings i would have played on my radio show were the xtm nation recording tunes like bittersweet must be about yeah, 2011. Yeah. can you remember what the what the first songs that were released were the first song the real first song yo the real first song that uh was released is a song called forward forward with me and Daniel Bambata actually. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Yeah, by um Kurt Kurt produced that track. Um yeah, me and Daniel, that was the first song where, you know what I mean, as a youth you get excited, like, mm -hmm. yo, we just drop we just drop this track and people can hear it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then after that, you know what I mean, we didn't move forward with um some other things and when Uncle Fatis them did release some um and singing the blues, long days, mm. short nights. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wagwan. You alright? Alright. <laughs> singing the singing the blues. Yeah. Yeah man. Yeah, I remember that one for sure. Yeah. Long yeah. days, short night. And then 2012 was modern day Judas. So for Winter James, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Winter. I'd known Winter for a time. Winter play a keyboard for um 
Uncle Damien, so as I say, as a younger youth, you know Winter. Yep. You know what I mean? And funny enough, Winter actually played my first show in Jamaica. Yeah. Okay. I, yeah, thinking back now, I think Winter did play my first show in Jamaica. Yep. You know, so me and Winter always did have a connection different and I always saw the brilliance in Winter. You know, he's a very brilliant fellow, brilliant. You know what I mean? So. Yeah, working him, working with him is like butter, mm. you know. Well, that rhythm will go down in history as one of the best reggae rhythms of this decade, you know, for this this time in the music. Um, and for what it's worth, I actually every year I do a rundown of the biggest reggae songs of the year, and I had that song at number one in my countdown for 2012. So, was was that song a a, a breakthrough for you? Did that take lift your profile internationally? Oh yeah, that 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 song definitely did a lot of things. That rhythm itself. Um, there was energy bubbling and everything was going as you may know you know what I mean long time down here so we'd be a, a yard like you said there are a whole heap of things going on before but uh, what Winter did with Rootsman was introduce the people to a different sound you know what I mean and made certain things cool because you and I know how intricate it is while still having so much room to breathe at the same time. Hold on. All right, so um, on the Rootsman Rhythm, your song was out well before Chronics, or I think it was just Taurus Riley and you on the rhythm at first, and then a whole bunch of other artists came after. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when, when Winter did play it for me, they played the Taurus, Cold, Cold Girl. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, I think, yeah, Taurus and... Funny story with the whole tune still, but when you check the stack, you will see, but yeah, Modern was one of the first. Now maybe for those people in Australia that don't understand uh, the lyrics as much, the two-side cutlass, can you explain the concepts of the song for us? Yeah, well, the, the, the concept of the song is, um, for me, is people mistaking your, your humility for stupidity, you know what I mean, and understanding that, that, that we live in a world that ain't level, reality-wise, you know what I mean? So, more time you have to protect your energy and know where you're going and what you're doing because there are a lot of people in the world who don't know where they're going and don't know what they're doing, you know? So, as the intro says, like, you know, some people you rate what, what still choose for sure you hit. Mm. So, just uh, run them out of yard from them, uh, draw a bad card, you know, as you know. Now tell me about the importance of Rastafari to your music. Rastafari, important to life. Music secondary, you know, music is what we do with our life, but our life is everything. So Rastafari is I and I, life teacher, you know what I mean, is, is my inspiration to be bigger and greater than I and I self. You know what I mean, is, is, is a infinite wisdom is an infinite knowledge that is able to crack so many different codes in life you know and, and the more people get introduced to Rastafari and know the teachings and the philosophy and the love that come with Rastafari will definitely be a better closer more connected and dynamic world at the same time you know so Rastafari, as I said for me, first and foremost is my teacher where life is concerned. 
you know what I mean? And then you have the divinity being the king of all kings, you know what I mean? And the, the, the light of this world. But upon the grassroots level, I've never heard things said by any other human being like what was said by this man. Are things done, you know what I mean? Are, are certain livication to progress, mm -hmm. you know? So, yeah, man. Was there a big Rastafari presence in Maroontown when you were young? Well, as a Maroon, you, 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 you really respect your African heritage. Yeah. And once you check your African heritage, you will know your king. You know what I mean? So as me I say, everything lead to everything, you know? It's like the sun is hot. Now we may be standing here, but the sun is hot. So therefore, the sea also is feeling the heat of the sun. You know what I mean? And somewhere out there, evaporation is going on, condensation is going on, and then somewhere that cloud bursts and then rain falls somewhere. But it didn't start in the sky. So when you start check life like that, you realize that everything connected, you know what I mean? What is the grass without the dirt, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And what is the dirt without water? And then what is the dirt without the lava underneath it? You know what I mean? And then what is dirt? Because this at some point in time was all underwater. So the more you check, you realize why we look to Rastafari. Because you have to have a head, you know what I mean? And you have to have a root. Now, I want to ask you about the, the reggae revival. We hear this talked about in recent years. We heard a lot of talk about the reggae revival. What's your take on this label that gets put onto this, this, this current mu movement in uh, Jamaican reggae music? We're in a time where people like to label things, and that's just the reality. Now, what you must not for a second neglect is the actual reality of what is happening. You can call it what you want. Whatever you want to call it, you call it. But the reality is there's a generation of youth who are becoming conscious and making consciousness cool again. Mm. Seeing and as, as, as me say, whatever you want to call it, you call it. Just make sure you play the music so the youth them can hear it. You know what I mean? Because at the end of the day, that is all we're really about. Introducing or reintroducing the consciousness, reintroducing certain vibrations and frequencies so that we can start moving on a certain different wavelength because the time will come when we are going to be in the positions of power so i really don't want to sing for all of the days of my life about the government at some point in time i'd love to say what a lovely government we have giving the people what they need and doing what they should hopefully one day we can sing songs like that but until then we have to reintroduce the consciousness so the people know where we are what we need to do and what we need to do for move forward you know because every 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 everything is intertwined you know what I mean? Every single thing is intertwined. So don't think, say, the society different from the youth in a year household. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you sit at home and you say, oh, I have the best kids in the world. Those kids out there in the world are horrible. No, kids are kids. And we all are connected in way more levels than, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So whenever time you get a chance to talk to the youth in Australia, I'm going to tell them something that is going to lift their spirit up or wake them up in a sense to make them do whatever change is necessary in Australia. You know what I mean? We all have different needs and wants, but you know, on a basic level, you know what I mean? Yeah. All right. So um, you mentioned Lily of the Valley. So you can tell us about the works that you've been doing in, in the last couple of years, bringing it back up to the present. 
Yeah, like we were just reasoning about everything that was happening before was experience, time, learning, living, going through things, performing on shows, um, right around the world, you know what I mean? Getting the chance to meet people around the world and connect with fans, which was all the lead up to me releasing my debut album, you know what I mean? There was a couple mixtapes in between we did in come the small acts with DJ Talop, my official DJ. Um, we did uh, Riley speaking with Major Laser, mm. and yeah. did, was it, did that help your the link with Major Laser? Did that help your career? Well, when you when you talk about helping career, what do you mean? We we we, we make music. Did it take oh, you? Oh, did oh, it help you introduce your music to a greater on, audience? Yeah, more and show you something though. What you must understand is that you see we in a Jamaica. Our music is spiritual. Mm. So everything isn't perceived from uh, how much money or whatever career or do no. Like are you make like are you feeling rewarded? Mm -hmm. Are you feeling like you are being the perfect vessel for this message? So you have to understand, you have to retrain your brain. Cause success is not defined by dollars and coins. Mm. So you have to retrain your brain, right? I was watching something the other day. You know, there's a lot of rich people that are successful. But wouldn't you say that Mother Teresa is successful? Hmm. Right, because she did what she set out to do. So you have to retrain your brain sometimes. So I understand. Yeah, but if you're asking it me from a notoriety, mm -hmm. it definitely gave us a lot more notoriety but it's learning notes learning harmonies learning melodies reading books that's what helps your career mm -hmm. yeah that's what helps Word. your career yeah not the other way around it's not somebody putting you on a billboard because you got to do the work to get on the billboard mm -hmm. you get what i'm saying yeah i got to do the work for major laser to want to work with me no doubt yeah yeah platforms we give thanks for yeah but you don't ever get tricked to think that the podium is the highest point. If I was an athlete, I would be standing on million of, millions of podiums because I'd be winning millions of races. I'm not limited to one race, you know what I mean? But every race is simply another step towards the legacy, yeah. All right, so we have some, um, some big herbalist listeners of the program and you have some big ganja tunes you have a uh, one on the road at the moment we've been hearing all over Jamaica with Charlie Black mm -hmm. can you tell us about ganja from your perspective one of the greatest if not the greatest plant created um, by the Almighty too many uses to mention you know what I mean besides the um, spiritual you know what I mean but medicinal and also recreational, you know what I mean? Because we live in a world and we live in a time where people need to be able to get away. And not only get away, but get away in a safe way. You know what I mean? Not in a way that is, is, is going to be harmful to them in any way. You know what I mean? So my relationship with marijuana will always be one of, 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 of love. And I am always going to try my best to introduce it to other people from the stand cause everything in life you know everything has to be done in moderation but we have to wake up you know and step in a new age 
So we start really utilizing the things for, 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 for beneficial means. Like why would you put a piece of lettuce on something that you could still put a piece of kale? Why not add nutrients to the meal? You know what I'm saying? Now we've always lived in a time where it's about money and business. So the leaf of lettuce is actually cheaper than the leaf of kale. Mm -hmm. But what's more beneficial? So that's what I said, we have to start think a new way. We got to understand that money really matters now. But lives are going to matter forever. You know what I mean? So when we start understanding, say, all right, yeah, I may be selling you something to eat, but let me try my best to be of a positive impact to your body. Because that's what you do when you mm -hmm. come, whenever you go to a restaurant or wherever you go there to nourish your body. Mm -hmm. So that's what I mean. You know what I mean? When even the man who owns a fast food restaurant is going to be thinking conscious. So can you imagine what the politicians will be then? If the man who owns McDonald's is thinking conscious. Mm. So that's the type of world where we are trying to create. So we are doing our bit with music. You have some people that do it with food as I say. You have some people that write books. You have some people making books available. You have some people simply flying across the world to come get the content and go share it and spread it. So it's a whole movement. And as me I say, call it what you want to call it. But you can't limit it. See? All right. So can you tell us what you're working on at the moment? What's coming up for Jesse Royal in the near future? Life, man. Love. A whole lot of greatness. We have um, some great things in the works. We have a song we just released actually with Kumar. Um, family of Raging mm -hmm. Fire called Pillar, lovely song getting um, a whole heap of love out there. We have some other things geared up to release. We have um, My Time with Frost where we actually just did the video for. Okay. Going to be shooting a video for Rocket tonight. We have a couple of things geared up in the works before the next album and we have a couple of singles too in the pipeline. So stay tuned. You know, and we have some other little things in the works so we'll definitely um, be making sure that you guys stay connected to Wagwan, you know. All right. Was there anything else you'd like to add for the listeners back in Australia? Just keep love alive, man. Just keep love alive, man. And, and, and this generation is it. This is the generation. This is it. Keep love alive. All right. Respect, Jesse Royal. Thanks for joining us on PBS. Blessed love. Truth is a truth, you know. And one day we'll all reveal Jesse Royal speaking to me there in Kingston back in July 2018. That's it for another episode. Big shout out to my Patreon patrons, the Don Armageddon Time, the Real General Empress Irie, my Idrons John from Champion Sound, Tom Tanuki and Todd Solomon, and Machaji's DJ Pablito and Big Ding. Big thanks for sticking with me. 
going to try and get these episodes out a lot more frequently in the second half of this year. Thanks for tuning in and eyes is every time. Intoxicated by the incense of the scriptures, me chant the only reverence. See that.